enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to Looking for Love, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I am here with a very special guest today. I'm so excited. Her name is Karen Klein. She is a life coach who specializes in relationships and sexuality, and she also has a master's in dance from UCLA. She danced in a modern dance company for 12 years, and she owns her own business doing, well, she'll let you know, but it's Pilates and amazing things in addition to her coaching. And her specialty is, again, working with relationships. She is a Martha Beck coach, who is an amazing woman, so I'm sure she knows a lot of wonderful things there. And she is an expert on online dating, which is why we have her here today. So welcome, Karen. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. I am excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Lori. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, we talked about dating in the last episode, and, you know, dating is important. And so many people get uptight or scared or worried about dating, and they make it so it's not fun. And I know you have a lot to say about that. So again, it's not just dating, but specifically internet dating, because there's a world of possibilities out there. And how do we navigate that? That's what I want you to let us know so we can proceed in a way that can be fun. Absolutely. I always find it fascinating that so many people are terrified of dating and hate dating, and, well, actually, anything negative about dating. That's what they are. And it is fun. I mean, first of all, when you go out on a date, it's just a date. It's just a date. You meet incredible people if you put your mindset in that way. Mm. And um, the opportunities are endless. And you know, you know, Lori, the thing I love about dating is it allows us to really practice our skills in communication. So... Those skills apply to any relationship, anywhere. So if you look at it as a learning opportunity, I think I learned more about myself when I was dating than when I was in therapy. I love that. I I couldn't agree with you more. And I think when we think about it that way, it changes everything, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, so it's not an interview for marriage. Exactly. (laughs) Right? Because I think a lot of people think that. It's like, oh, this person has to like me and I have to say the right things. But if you think of it as a practice... And, you know, really acquiring skills, communication skills, which, I mean, how can you have better practice than that? It's a wonderful opportunity. Although I do want to add that there are websites for people who want to get married, which means that you go in knowing that your goal is to get married which means that your second date will possibly culminate in a wedding. So there is that. Yeah, I mean, how do you feel about that? (laughs) I have some thoughts. I wonder what yours are. Uh, Well, having been divorced and then now really liking dating and actually meeting people, I'm okay with letting that part go of my life, very much so. Yeah, look, I'm all for marriage. I love marriage. Though I'm definitely pro-marriage, couldn't be a bigger fan of it. However, I think it's going backwards, right? So the idea is to date, get yourself out there in the world, meet people, 
And I also think, and tell me if you agree with this, that when you're dating people, like you said, you learn a lot about yourself, but you also learn about what's important to you and what you want in a partner. And you get to identify and clarify and distill and all these wonderful things. Exactly. And then, you know, you find things out, you get clarity about what it is that's important to you, what you want in addition to those skills. And then ideally, if you do want to get married, you do end up meeting somebody that you've gone out with that you decide, wow, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Then you get married Mm -hmm. as opposed to, I want to get married. So I'm going to go out and try to find someone to marry. Agreed. What was so interesting for me is in my private practice, I started talking to people and more importantly, they started talking to me and all of them were in this place where they're, I don't know how I'm going to date. I, I, think I want to date again and I I don't know what to do I'm paralyzed and this happened with ages 25 through 70 Mm. and I started listening to them and those that were online dating hated it and so I started doing research and I thought oh my god there are over 54 million single people in the United States wow and over 48 million of them have tried online dating or will and they all hated it. I seem to be the only person who didn't hate it. <laughs> well, that's why you're here, because I know you can give a lot of great information, because it's how you think about it, but it's also how you do it. So I want you to give us, you know, really like the steps or the rules or whatever it is that we can take with us and follow so it can be, you know, certainly fun and not work and not horrible, and also that we can have the potential to, to meet a future life partner, if that's what we're looking for. Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, You know, the first thing that I tell people, like you just did, I love what you said, which is identify. Identify what you want in a partner. And I always have people when I'm working with them, I say, just shoot for the moon. Give me like 10 things that you, you would just love. And just just go out there okay even if they're impossible don't say oh that could never happen or that I don't think so and then I have them distill those those qualities down to five top five Mm. and I kind of look at them sometimes like the negotiables and the non-negotiables yeah even though you have five five though I tell them you'll still have to negotiate with those five you know, be realistic. Right. Um, it depends on what the five are too, right? Good point. <laughs> Very good if point. If it's blue eyes, yeah, maybe you can negotiate that one. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, if it's owning 17 yachts, you better watch out. So, <laughs> And I do tell people to kind of be realistic because when I teach, a cl- I teach a class on how to date online. Yes, and it's called The Highs and Woes of Internet Dating. I love that title. Thank yeah. you. It's, it's so much fun. Oh my God, it is so much fun because... If you do not have a sense of humor about this, I try very hard not to use the word failure. Let's just have a different spin. Let's say your success rate will probably not be as high as it could be. <laughs> yes. How about that? I like that. You so have to have a reframe. sense of humor. Oh my goodness. And it's like, it's like a, when a parent has a child and I watch some people and they're always annoyed with their children and I'm always saying, enjoy your children. They're goofy. They're messy. Enjoy them. It'll be gone soon. <laughs> right. I feel the same way about dating. It's like, you know, look yeah. at someone and... Be present. Not, be present. Yeah. It's not so serious. Watch your expectations. Really. Sometimes it takes my breath away. And this happens a lot with women more than men, by the way. You can almost feel their neediness. You can mm. feel it. It's, it's, I think it's true. 
Do you? Yeah, I do. I absolutely do. Mm. Yeah, there's like, it's like a scent of desperation. And, you know, speaking of that, what you were talking about, we talked about this in, in, well, probably in more than one of our shows before, but when you're looking for somebody and you have these high expectations, you at least have to be that person. Very good. Right? So if Mm -hmm. you're not ready to date, right, and you're looking for this perfect person, and you are coming from a place of insecurity or neediness or desperation, it's never going to happen, right? Absolutely. And that's what I was saying is is if you can really, really look at yourself. And it's funny, I have a lot of male friends and I have, I have a group that, um, of men that I'm always talking to. I asked them all the time, tell me your feedback. When I was dating, I asked the guys, I said, please, I want to know your take. What did you like about my profile? What did you like about it? What didn't, when you, you know, if if a guy was what I call a drop off, Mm -hmm. that's when they communicate with you and you think, this is really going well. And then you don't hear from them. That's a drop off Ah, as compared to a repeater, which is the same guy who comes back to you later on, perhaps because the other person didn't work out, one never knows. Anyway, you know, the drop-offs... Um, you wonder if it's you. Yes, you wonder right. Was it me or is this guy just a jerk? You, uh, well, absolutely. Or both. But, and, and <laughs> could be, could yeah. be. But yes, we do doubt ourselves. And what I did is I asked the men for their feedback. I learned so much because women, we talk to each other. We have all of our ideas and what a jerk and all that kind of stuff that we kind of get catty and we we kind of um, justify for ourselves that it's them. Mm-hmm. And the guys gave me, and if I didn't personalize and just listen to them, I thought, if they're saying this, perhaps there's an element of truth that is worth me looking at. Mm-hmm. If I didn't personalize it, and I always tell my women that. The defensive part, take a breath. That takes some courage, though. Absolutely. Right? And yes, and it, it's, yes, it absolutely It's a good does trait take. to have. And it, it's, you can practice it, too. I, I agree, and I, I thank you. I, I do think, and I do think I'm courageous, but I'll tell you, it works. If you practice yeah. these things in you, I always say that, first of all, it's your delivery. <laughs> How you deliver something Oh boy, we all know those basic things such as when you're having an argument that you don't say, you did, you, we all know that, that's basic, that's 101. Right. But deeper than that, if I really watch where I take a breath and I'm not reactive, because I can be a really reactive person, one of my good traits and one of my really bad traits at the same time, <laughs> it usually doesn't work if I take a breath. And I really watch the way I'm delivering something. Mm. And, you know, those skills are really important. And then listening. I really watched in, in it, when I asked people, what did you like about your date? What didn't you like? People would say, oh, my God, did not ask me one thing about me for right. two hours. Yeah. Haven't I, you heard that? Yeah, I talked about it in a show. And it's it's true because it, and it's not necessarily just to, to like, let me know if you agree with this. I don't think it's necessarily because the person is selfish or stupid or a bad listener. I think it's because oftentimes they could be just so nervous and men want to impress us. Right. I think women can do it, too. But if men are trying to impress us and tell us all the wonderful things about them because they want us to like them because we're all insecure beings. Mm-hmm. Right. And they, they're so wrapped up in it and they're so insecure and so nervous that they don't know how to communicate effectively. I mean, that could be it. Obviously, you know, you have to think about that. Is that somebody who you want to continue to go out with? But I think that if it's 
if there's enough good stuff, it might be worth a second chance. Cause I, I think that that maybe when that nervousness dies down, it could change. I mean, what's been your experience? You made a great point because I actually went out with a man who that was the scenario and I took a deep breath and, um, you know, sometimes I look at myself like the hall monitor of the universe. I feel <laughs> like I, I need to go in and tell somebody, that, yeah. you know, the, that's it. Well, you're but helping. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm helping you. Yeah. I, you might, I, I might, may I suggest, that's always, which means I'm going to tell you. This guy, <laughs> all he did was talk about himself. And finally, I said to him, um, you know, I said, Steve, I, I just want to let you know from my perspective, while you're very interesting, I would have loved if you had asked me something about me. Lori, he was so great. He said, oh my God, did I not ask you? I'm so sorry. He yeah. was just nervous. Right. It he can, was. It can happen. And had I not given him an opportunity, I would have been done. Yeah. So that was, a, I mean, that is a perfect example of the way to say it. It couldn't have been said any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I say that, you know, people are more interested in you if you're interested in them. You become much more interesting, Absolutely. Right? I listened to you when you said that, and I thought, bingo, I could not agree anymore. Ask a question. But it has to be real. It cannot just be, it has always. to be real. You always. We always have to be authentic and sincere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And quite frankly, I, everyone wants to talk about themselves. You know, it's fun. That's right. It is fun. And we all think we're so interesting, too. So right. So why not? We're fun and interesting. Exactly. We want everyone to know. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you want to know? <laughs> so with that. But, you know, there is an exchange, again, that's going to set you up for how you relate with someone. So you look at them in their eyes. You take a breath. You ask them something. And, you know, and the other thing, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, spinning for a second, but with technology... It's fascinating to me. I don't know if you, you know, dated and gone through your experiences, but I always look at who has their phone, who has their phone up on the table. Yeah. Always who, who cannot stop looking at their phone. Absolutely. And I think it's really says a lot. And I mean, of course it says something about where we're at, you know, with our society, but. I know, but it's also just manners. I think it's, it's courtesy and it's manners, but. One thing that I really want to go back to what you said, because it's a good example of what we can do in a situation, in a lot of different situations, when there's something going on that doesn't feel comfortable for us, that we actually can speak up, Mm -hmm. give the person a chance, but it's also giving ourselves another chance. So, I mean, that is a great thing to say, and I don't think that we automatically would think about doing that, especially women, right? We're supposed to be polite. I was just going to say, I learned an amazing lesson, amazing about myself. I'm a strong person. I have a business. I've, you know, been an entrepreneur. I've done all kinds of things. My boundaries are very clear with men and women. I do very well. I practice a lot. However, I went out with someone and he, he went to kiss me. I really didn't want to be kissed, Lori. And I kind of let him kiss me because I thought, I'm not going to go out with him again. And yeah. I'm not going to. And then later on, I thought, what is wrong with you? Why couldn't you just say, you know, a strong woman, why couldn't you just say, I'm not ready to be kissed yet? Mm. And I did what I did to myself is I gave myself an assignment. And the assignment was, I'm going to tell the person I don't kiss on the first date. And I started, it was very empowering. Yeah. It was very empowering. And I thought, I talked to women, sometimes the most powerful women. We don't speak up. And we speak up professionally everywhere else. But I'm not sure what that is. But all I know is I I said I was going to do something. I practiced it. It felt much better. And now it's easier the next time. 
Right. So again, what you were saying at the beginning of the show, opportunities to learn, to grow. And so you, that was a moment when you realized, oh, wait, that doesn't feel good. I don't want to do that anymore. So I love that. That's mm-hmm. a great example. So, so let's talk about the profile. I mean, that's a big thing, the profile, the picture. Like, What are some things that people can do to be more successful on online dating? When I teach the class, I love giving fun things and statistics and all that stuff. But I really want people to have some concrete information so they know how to approach online dating. First thing, like it or not, is your profile and your picture. Picture, picture, picture. picture. Did I say picture? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. It is it. For men are visual creatures. Yeah. If they see anything about you that doesn't work, they are so done. They're done. They, a lot of them have great depth, but perhaps not in this area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Women, we will, as much as we love a picture too, we will pour through a profile with a fine tooth comb. We want to see their income. Wait, guys couldn't care less about that with us. Right. So there are some real clear criteria about, um, a picture. And I'm kind of tough about this one too. Some of the easier ones are, you know, no sunglasses, make sure it's a picture that isn't too dark. You're not too far away. Of course, there's always the people who put two people in the same picture and you're guessing like, wait, is, is that your Mm. wife? Is that your, don't make us guess. Especially if it's someone of the other sex. Exactly. Don't make us guess what what this is because (laughs) we're already having a hard time here. Okay. This is scary enough. So those are, you know, some things, um, too much cleavage, you know, too much excess. Mm. You can be sexy in the sort, but um, they also say don't wear all black. Oh, too much makeup. Men, if you ask them, they hate too much makeup. And when you ask them about cleavage in the sort, most of them say, look, we can see that she's large busted. Okay, we, we, we don't, it doesn't need to be announced because that's not for me. Wow. That's for you, which I found very interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Sort of counterintuitive. Yeah, which is a real good thing. (laughs) Um, But also with a a picture, and this is what I do say, every single person can get a picture taken of them that they like. Whether it's that you go for, you know, you get your hair done, you go for a professional picture, which has makeup. And, you know, I do not believe that people should bastardize who they are. If they don't wear a lot of makeup, they don't wear a lot of makeup. Right. You want it to look like them, right? I do. And yet. um, And yet. And yet. There is an yet. (laughs) Because if you have a picture, it still is you. It doesn't have to be schlacked, right? Mm -hmm. But if you present yourself with a picture that you feel comfortable with, you say, that's good. You know, I blew out my hair. I put a little bit of, you know, not that we don't all look gorgeous without makeup, but, you know, (laughs) a a little bit of mascara or the sort. Put some effort into it. Just a little bit. It means that you can do that sometimes, some other times, yeah. that you, you don't go from that. I mean, I always tell people, take care of yourself. We want our the opposite sex, whatever that is, to to take care of themselves. No, don't wear sweatpants every single night. You know, you know that kind of stuff. Right. So it's a, a picture is so important. Other pictures that you have as part of your profile can be a little different. So if you want to put a t-shirt on there so it shows that you're really cash, also a good thing to do. But your profile picture should really be, you know, pretty upbeat, not fakey, and that you've taken some time. Don't don't cover your eyes with sunglasses. People look at that like, screw you. Mm. There's a negative thing to it. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, and it just should, there should be a warmth to it. And so, so take, everybody can yeah. get that. So take, take the time. time. Take, yeah. I cannot insist upon that enough. Because it's the first impression. 
It is absolutely. The first thing people will see. Absolutely. And everybody says it. If you ask them, what was the thing you liked? Oh my gosh, your your profile. I love the fact that you wore a colored shirt and you just had this easy, easy smile. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is you can get a friend to do this with you and eventually you're going to smile. I mean, it sounds horrible when people say, I can't smile, I'm not natural, and this and that. Just if it's have, a friend, it's easier to smile. Have them take a thousand pictures of you. Right. And it's you, so easy nowadays. I mean, the iPhone, right? It's You don't even need a fancy camera. So there's no, mm-hmm. there's no excuse not to have a really good picture. There you go. Yeah. I'm taking it. I'm taking that. <laughs> so that's the picture. And yeah. then your content. Ah. What you write in your content is so important. First of all, I know I'm a grammar queen. I know that. But I'm always telling them the first and last thing I say is do not send this until you have done spell check. No, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, because, if, if, again, this is the first impression. And if they're, you, if they're spelling things wrong, you know, they're using two. <laughs> which mm-hmm. makes me crazy when people Are write, you? Yes. <laughs> Those things. You, you you're. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E and they do Y-O-U-R. Yeah. Right. I mean, those are things that, again, first impressions. Mm -hmm. And that person may be brilliant. They just may have been, they may have been wrongly spell checked, which happens to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, They may just not have noticed it, but you don't know. All you can go by is that. So that makes sense. Absolutely. When I write for a paper, they prove my thing. So it's a good thing to have somebody else look at it. But more importantly... When I say the content is succinct, sometimes bulleting something is really important because visually mm. people don't state things. In our society, we're yeah. very quick, so right? It's easier to read that way. Easier to read, not too much information. Like um, so the way it's structured is really, really important and really helpful. And of course, <laughs> the only time I say this, plagiarize. Go and look at things. Extrapolate what makes sense to you. Nobody's going to know, and you're not going to get fined for it. It's fabulous. Yeah, you're just being inspired. Very very well put. That's right. That's yeah. right. I'm inspired by other people's writing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you can be creative. You can, you know, you can look at um, quotes from people. You can, mm. I, I do a whole thing for how, uh, how people put together a username. And a username is that first little name that people see. Like, I, I've been a dancer, and um, I love good wine. And so my username was Dancing with Wine. Which is beautiful. I love that name, yeah. Mommy, thank you. But yeah. it's it just made sense because I put two things together. Well, and it's, it tells somebody something about you. It's easy. Yeah. Right, it's easy. And it's, um, you know, it's... I could picture you dancing with wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little sloppy, but Okay. <laughs> I could. I could do that. You definitely could. Um, Yeah. So what I did with people that really seemed to help, and they can do this by themselves, I literally put down 80 words that would be descriptive. Everything from uh, sexy and warm and introspective and on and on and on. And then I told people, see a few of those that, that apply to you or that you feel comfortable with, throw two together. So I gave them a little sign, you know, just yeah. to put two together, and they would do that, and then put two together, and then I'd say, oh, do something that's opposite. Put put one that's opposite. So you could say something like, um, probably isn't a great example, but um, introspective, but outgoing. Mm. You know, it's something, and that's not the best example, but that's just off the cuff. Yeah. But I'd have them play around so they didn't so. have to think so much. It was just, yeah. the material was there for them, and they can do that. They can just do and that. And it gives somebody an idea of who they are when they see that. I like Very that. Very much, and yeah. it's succinct. 
Yeah. Which is really important. So that for a username, because people say, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. Starting, people get paralyzed. I understand this. Like it or not, this is the world that's out there. And it's a mecca. I, I mean, there's so many people. The numbers are in your favor. The numbers are yeah. in your favor. And at the same time, the numbers are in your favor because there's thousands of people to choose from. But that's why what you're saying is so important. People have thousands to choose from. Right. So that's why you need to make an impression quickly and it needs to be a good one, right? So the username, the picture. Yeah. So it can work. It can work both ways. It definitely can work both ways. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. No yeah. doubt. A, a way it doesn't work very well, not to be negative here, but <laughs> is that know. Yeah. <laughs> the reality is, is, you know, being on there, it's like a veritable candy store. So mm-hmm. you somebody can be talking to you and you think, oh, how nice. And they, somebody else comes to them. Uh-huh. I, I'm talking from a female perspective now, but yeah. I hear with my guys, the same thing is that all of a sudden the guy that's talking to me, I don't really hear from him, but he's talking to a bunch of other women and then he might come back. And when I asked the guys, what is that? Why do you do that? He said, look, one of the guys I asked, he was great. So helpful. He said, you know, the reality is it's some of this doesn't really work well because the person could be right in front of me and I'm getting caught up in, you know, Ooh, is there somebody better over her shoulder? Is there? Yeah. And we do that in normal life. So think about yeah. how magnified that is. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah, I totally get that. And I guess that would be a drop-off, an example of they're there and things seem really good, but then all of a sudden they're not there. Does that mean, oh, because somebody else came along that they got kind of swept away by? But then they'll probably get swept away again. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a good thing that they dropped off. I'm very impressed with you right now with what you've learned because we did the drop-off and the repeater. <laughs> so very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. It's funny. My friend who was online dating, she said she, you know, she was online, I don't know, not very long, maybe six months. And she talked to a couple of guys. She even went out with, with a couple of guys. They didn't work out. And, you know, she's still online. And twice recently, two guys who she had, one she had spoken with, they spoke back and forth for quite a few times. And one actually she went on a date with, they were contacting her as if they didn't know who she mm-hmm. was. They forgot that they had even talked to her or went out with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that a common thing? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, they must be talking or going out with a lot of people. They don't even remember a person. Very good. It, it can be very Within overwhelming. Months. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it can be very overwhelming. Very overwhelming. Or, by the way, it can be underwhelming, which will take me into one other thing, uh. is underwhelming meaning that nobody's contacting me. Oh, my God. Nobody's contacting me. I went on Match.com and I thought, you know, I'm a, I'm a reasonable person. I have, I have a nice sense of humor. People like me. And, and you're how attractive. Hard this, thank yeah. you. How, how hard can this be? Really hard. Really hard. I had su- I had virtually no luck on Match.com. Don't know why some of the reasons, but I always tell people like this, you may do very well on one site and horribly on another. That is so good to hear for people. I mean, because I'm sure there are people out there who have tried online dating and it hasn't worked for them. And it would be really easy to think, oh, online dating is the problem rather than understanding that, no, you're not the problem. Online dating isn't isn't the problem. You just can do something a little differently. Absolutely. I remember when I went on eHarmony, that was my first site and and they match you with people. Well, (laughs) that's an intensive process, right? Oh my gosh. I think there's over 500 questions. And and the, the first person that contacted me was just, I mean, just adorable. 
but he was 20 years younger than me and he did have a writing crop in his mouth <laughs> for his picture. <laughs> so we, we removed him and I thought, how did he get on eHarmony? But after that, I wasn't getting a lot of, you know, hits as we call them. And finally, I thought... I pulled back and I started looking at the questions and you can have access to what um, what some of the answers are. Well, one of the questions was, do you believe that your partners should go on separate vacations? Your partner, that you, you as a couple should go on separate vacations. And I put, absolutely, as long as you go on vacations together. Sure. And it was 72% of the men said no. Wow. And then there was another question similar and I yeah. thought, I'm on the wrong side. This is yeah. too conservative Although for me. there was still, if I can do my math correct, um, what, 20, 28% who, who would have said yes, and you only need one. <laughs> but, but they didn't match me with those percentages, so I didn't know them. So. Yeah, interesting though, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that's also what you're saying too. The advantages of all the numbers is there's going to be, we'll just say probably a majority of the people who you're not going to be into or they're not going to be into you. Mm -hmm. And who cares? We don't need them. Mm -hmm. We just want the ones who we're attracted to who are also attracted to us. Absolutely. Because if they don't see who we are and they're not interested in us as we are, which is important to be ourselves, right? Then we don't want to be with them. Of course not. Yeah. Of course not. Be the chooser, right? I do say one more thing um, about the profile. To me, it's just like a resume. It's just to get you an interview. Mm, That's all. It's just it's it's if you wanted a fabulous job how do I write my resume so I stand out and you make it kind of an analytical thing rather than I don't know what to do you know when it gets in that energy you say how am I going to approach this let me do a little research let me look at other people's material what stands out for me let me look at you know um the guys you know if I'm a woman the guy's profile oh I really like that so you make it almost a little linear uh-huh. As you're doing this, so it doesn't get into the emotional stuff. Yeah. And it's just, the rest of it's up to you. But how do I, I just want to get in the door. I want to date. I love it. So I love it. Yeah. So I, I can't even believe it, but we're running out of time. It's going by so fast. I could talk here forever. We're going to have to do it again. We're going to have to have I would love it. another interview. So if before we leave, I always like to have an action step. Uh, but what I'd like you to do is if you could give the sort of your three top tips for anybody who is considering or already doing online dating, things that they can do to ensure that we could say it's going to be successful. But what does that mean? I'm going to say it means that they're meeting nice people and they're having a good time. Mm -hmm. What would be your three top tips? Well, the first one is your mindset. So I would say soften up and toughen up in the same breath. So you can toughen up, which means you have to have a little bit of tough skin to do this. So if you kind of prepare yourself, it's important but then soften up and don't take everything so personally because it's a process. Yeah. So I, like I would definitely, definitely suggest that instead of just plunging right in and expecting success and then getting just leveled because that's not what you're having. So I think that's a real important way, your approach to dating. Second thing, which I think is very important, is be open-minded. We all have this criteria, and the older we get, it gets small. I mean, we have more criteria, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. We kind of narrow down our own gene pool. Mm. And you don't want to quite do that because you never know. I mean, I met somebody who was my quote-unquote perfect profile. Just everything I thought, absolutely the most narcissistic person. And I don't use that term very often. Yeah. 
And then I met somebody who was so not my profile that I thought, oh my God, are you kidding me? The easiest relationship I've ever had in my life. You never know. And if you're dating, let's just face it, your other relationships haven't worked out that well. So (laughs) that Mm -hmm. is a perfect reason to go, well, maybe you do need to think about it in a more open-minded way. Try new things. It's kind of like trying new food. You just Mm -hmm. never know what you might find. I love that one. And you hit on the last thing that I would say, so thank you for kind of, you know, catapulting me into that space, is that, you know, a lot of times people have been in relationships for a long time. That's something that women do not remember. They get upset with these guys, but guys have been in a marriage for 30 years and they haven't dated or we've been living with somebody for 10 years. I really suggest you date for a while. Mm. I really suggest you open yourself up and be very clear with somebody. I, I'm going to date a few people and you know, you'll be the first to know if I choose to be intimate with someone. I love it. it I love it. That is a great tip. It really is. Yeah, because how do you navigate this? There's so many different ways to think about it. So you do need to be clear about what it is you want. But I think getting that experience and dating a lot of people, you can't really go wrong. Mm. You just can't. And pace yourself. Pace yourself. I watch people. I have 32 dates this week. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. I have 32 dates. Oops, wait, wait. What restaurant? Who? Oh, my gosh. You're going to forget who is who and who said what. And Mm. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Those would be the people you just talked about, the ones that come back and don't remember. And that just doesn't sound like fun at all. Exhausting. Such great, great tips. So the action step for today is really think about if you are online dating, think about all these wonderful just bits of wisdom that Karen has given us today. If you have a profile, take a look at it. Take a look at your username. Take a look at your photos. Redo it. It's always good, I think, to redo things anyways. And if you haven't yet ventured out into this online dating world, take the plunge. Do it. You know, give yourself a goal. Say, okay, I'm going to go on three dates in the next month. And just take a chance. Be careful. I mean, when you talk about that, Mm -hmm. you do always want to be careful. You don't want to give people too much information before you get to know who they are because, you know, we do have to be cautious in this world. Uh, But, you know, if you're smart about it, it's perfectly safe if you do it in the right way. Absolutely. So that's the action step. Take action, basically. So it's either go online, check it out. There's many out there. And Karen does have a website. You can get a hold of her and find out about all of the things she does at KarenKleinLifeCoach.com. That's K-A-R-Y-N-K-L-E-I-N lifecoach, L-I-F-E-C-O-A-C-H dot com. She also writes a column for the South Pasadena Review on dating. And so you can check her out there if you're in the neighborhood and check her out. And anything else you want to say? And you can always take a class. I teach a really fun class. I teach it at um, community college extension programs. I teach at Glendale and Westside and Pasadena. And it's great. So if you're in the area, the highs and woes of internet dating, it's a great class. And it's just been wonderful having you here. And as you all know, I always want to hear your success stories. If you have any dating success stories, please send them to me. You can go to my website at drlauriebuckley.com. And thank you all for listening. Thank you, Lori. And thanks for being here, Karen. We'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. Mm -hmm.